Hello and welcome to the Grounded Podcast. I am Pastor Matt Round and joining me at all as always is Noah Greer. But today we have a little bit different format for a special, hopefully brief Christmas episode. Although being a pastor, you never know exactly what brief means. But before we get started, I thought it would be special to hear from Noah and uh, also his mom, Carrie Greer, who is in studio with us. And uh, I'd love to ask you guys and to hear just what is your favorite Christmas tradition that you have around your house? So, Carrie, we're going to start with you. Uh, What do you do around Christmas? What have you always done around Christmas, and what do you love? Well, Pastor Matt, thank you for asking me. Um, We have quite a few traditions that we do do around our house. Um, After we've decorated the tree and listened to Christmas music, we do a lot of baking. We bake cookies. Um, When the boys were little, we always did the Advent calendars, and we also did... um, reading the different Advent stories that we had that led us all the way up to celebrating the birth of Christ. Um, But one special or a couple special memories we have were when the boys were little, um, since they were really babies, we would buy a brand new pair of pajamas and um, put it on their bed. So we would go to Christmas Eve service and then we would come home and have a little dinner and the boys would put on their new pajamas, and then um, they would open like one Christmas present. And then we would celebrate Christmas morning. But something we do now, since the boys are a little older, is we go to my sister's house, and we have family that's there. We go to Christmas Eve service, and then we head over there and have Chinese food and laugh and open presents that we've each pulled a name. Nothing says Christmas like Chinese food. Yes. Very good. Yes. yes. <laughs> Noah, how about you? What uh, What's your favorite Christmas tradition? Well, my favorite Christmas tradition is, um, it's kind of a newer one, although it's not super new. We've been doing it for a while. Um, each year, we will drive up to Grace Community Church and in Sun Valley, and we will go and visit their Christmas concert that they hold. Usually it's in, at night, but just this last week we went in the afternoon and it's always so amazing to hear all the amazing singers and the the orchestra and it's just breathtaking and it sets up this really amazing feeling that afterwards we will go to usually get a burger at In-N-Out and then we'll go down this really busy street I can't remember what it's called but it's down in Sun Valley and we will just drive very slowly at about like a mile an hour with like tons of other cars looking at these amazing Christmas light displays on all these houses and it's so amazing to see like the same ones we see every year and we'll be like oh that's that one from last year and uh, yeah it's I'd say that's probably my favorite Christmas tradition because it's just so special and different than everything else that usually happens oh good been a long time since I heard from you. You guys can't see it in the audience, but Noah is actually wearing his Christmas jammies right now. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we don't let footy jammies on the premises here. So uh, they asked about mine. Uh, we every year get uh, Christmas jammies, and that's the new, and that's not the New Year's. That's the Christmas Eve present that our kids open, and we alternate years. Uh, one year will be matching jammies where everybody has the same uh, pattern or theme, and the next year everybody kind of has their own. Um, and then we have our Christmas Eve services. We go out and we see family on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. So lots of the same things. But the Christmas jammies are kind of our uh, our special thing that we do every year. I'm looking forward to this year. I think this is a matching year. So looking forward to the round family all, well, 
you'll see. I'm sure there will be pictures posted somewhere, um, but it should be pretty epic. And uh, as we kind of close out a, a shortened episode here, like I said, I did get a question this week and I think it's valuable and worth thinking about. And that was, how can I stay focused on Christ while I try to love people during the holidays? Um, we have been exposed so often to the real meaning of Christmas, understanding that Jesus Christ is the reason for everything that we do, understanding that Christmas is a celebration of the birth of Christ and the greatest gift that we have ever been given. Um, but even knowing that, there's a lot that goes on that is good, uh, that involves loving other people and caring for other people and serving other people and giving gifts to other people. Um, but even in doing the good things, we can lose the best thing sometimes. Uh, you can you can lose your mind sometimes doing the best work. Uh, you can certainly uh, reach a point of exhaustion and overwhelming uh, just trying to do what is helpful for other people. Sometimes even with the best motives, uh, we wind up running ourselves pretty ragged. So as we come into a very busy couple of days here, uh, what are some ways we can stay focused on Christ? Some really practical ways, easy ways that we can stay focused on Christ while we love people during the holidays. I'm not talking about backing off and doing less, although there's probably room for that in some of our lives. I'm not talking about abandoning Christmas and kind of cloistering, cloistering ourselves uh, like monks and just chanting, which I mean, Maybe there would be some rest for some of us in that. Um, probably not if you've heard me saying, but that's beside the point. Uh, but how do we do what we need to do, do the things that we enjoy doing, participate in those wonderful traditions that have so much meaning and connection, um, but bring them back to a place where we're focused on Christ and where we find genuine rest and peace during a busy time. Uh, so there's three quick things that aren't quick, but they're easy enough that we can begin to build them in as habits even today. And so the first thing that I would say, how do you stay focused on Christ during a busy season full of good things is not to neglect your personal worship. For me, uh, that is often the first thing to go. Um, and I'm a pastor and my job is to be in the word and studying the word on a weekly basis. And that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about not neglecting your personal worship and even pastors need times of personal worship that has nothing to do with study for the sermon for the week. Although there's a tremendous amount of worship that goes into that. Um, but when we get busy, even with good things, a lot of times we compromise by saying, I'm doing something good. I'm doing something God honoring. I'm doing something of service. And so that might take the place of, uh, my time of studying God's word today, my time of quiet, my time of prayer. And I would say that neglecting our personal worship always brings us to a place of personal exhaustion. Uh, we take away the one resource that we have, uh, to hear from God on a daily basis, to sit and meditate on his word, to, to kind of abide in his presence for a few moments of quiet and, uh, we think that the trade-off there is that we gather more time, that we gain more time. But the reality is we rob ourselves of a source of peace and rest and comfort, a spiritual strength that can propel us through the rest of our day. Uh, so item number one, don't neglect your personal worship. Whether that's the first thing in the morning, because that's when you have time, whether it's your lunch break at work while the kids are napping, whether that's before you go to sleep, uh, there is no magical time other than the time that you have that you can spend focused on God and his word. Um, don't neglect that during the holidays. Second thing, I would suggest tying your preparation to prayer. A uh, lot of this season revolves around gifts. And again, uh, we know that gifts are not the reason that we celebrate Christmas. They're fun. They're an anticipation. Uh, it is a joy to give gifts. But we know that Christ is the gift that drives all of this. 
And yet most of us are still going to get people gifts this year. And that still takes time. It still takes money. It's a lot of trips to different stores and lists. One of the ways that we can practically make that worshipful and restful is to tie that preparation to specific prayer. Pray for the people that you are buying for, not just Lord, help me understand the right gift to give my wife so that this is a great Christmas. Um, Lord, help me understand what gift to give my mother-in-law so that uh, we can maintain a good relationship. I'm talking about praying specifically for these people as you buy the gifts. For some of them, that might be, Lord, I pray that they would understand that this season is ultimately not about them and not about gifts, but about you. We can tie our prayers to these specific people for their salvation. For those people that we buy for that are believers, we can pray that their faith would be strengthened, that they would find joy, that they would produce the fruit of the Holy Spirit in their life. We can pray for these people as we do the the traditional gift-giving act, and it brings a level of care and ministry to it that sometimes is absent when we see it as just a gift-giving experience. And that's pretty closely related to the third thing, um, and that would be to ask God for opportunities. We all know people who need to hear the gospel, and this time of year, we have potentially more opportunities. If for no other reason, than we are around people who we might not be around for the rest of the year. Um, and I wonder how many opportunities are missed because we're not praying that we would have eyes to see them. As you approach this holiday season, one of the ways you can stay focused on Christ without withdrawing from the world, uh, in fact, one of the ways that you can stay focused on Christ in the midst of and intentionally in the midst of a very busy schedule is to say, Lord, in the hundred things that I am about to move through today, will you open my eyes to the opportunities that you've placed in front of me where I might be a gospel witness? And that might be everything from an explicit gospel conversation, a a time where you are able to share with someone clearly, concisely, uh, passionately about the reality that Jesus Christ that we celebrate is the only hope for reconciliation between a holy God and sinful men. Everything from that to the opportunity to respond in a Christ-like manner to difficult situations. Some of us will walk into difficult situations at various points in this holiday season. What if we were praying for the opportunity not to get out of those difficult situations, but what if we prayed for the opportunity saying, Lord, I know that there's potential for difficulty here. Help me to move into this and to respond with the fruit of the spirit so that other people might see that when pressed, I respond differently. Uh, first of all, that changes my heart toward those potential conflicts. It moves it from either avoiding them or being anxious about them to the reminder that God knows what they are, when they're going to come, and that God has great purpose behind those. And it also helps me to see them proactively as places where I can see God work in the middle of difficult things. So those are three simple, but not simple things. Three quick things that take a lot of time three basic things that I think we all need the reminder of. Don't neglect your personal worship during this time. Tie your preparation to specific prayers for people. And third, ask the Lord for opportunities uh, that you might be a gospel witness in the middle of a busy season. And, uh, you know, let us know if there are opportunities in your life that we can be praying for. Let us know who you're praying for. Let us know uh, how God works in your life over this season. We get encouraged by those stories and we'd love to hear them. So, Noah, I'm going to toss it back to you so that you can close out our episode here. Well, thank you very much, Pastor Matt. That was quite a wonderful episode. And um, Pastor Matt's right. If you have any um, 
prayers of praise that you'd like to send to us of how God is working in the lives of those who are in your life, please send us an email, groundedwithmattround at gmail.com. And if you have a question of your own for this podcast, send it to there as well. If you enjoyed this Christmas episode that was a little different from our usual episodes, check out last year's Christmas episode where we talked about should a Christian celebrate Christmas and how we can go about doing that obediently. Thank you very much for listening and from everyone on the Grounded team, we all wish you a very Merry Christmas. Have a great week. Thank you.